Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Good morning, podcast listeners. Sometimes, you know, you just crash and burn. And yesterday was just one of those experiences for me. But you just got to get yourself back up and start again. And it's a test of resilience which I'm kind of grateful for, really grateful for, because if you don't test your resilience, you don't really know if you have it. So you will probably know if you've been listening before that I ran a webinar all around how to rewrite the rules of menopause. And it was not massively dissimilar to one I did a few weeks ago. You know, we tweaked a bit here and a bit there. And obviously because it's live, it's always different. But here's my version of what I think happened. So because my lovely um, collaborative partner uh, had broken down a lot of what I delivered in the previous webinar into more slides, um, I have this habit when I when I look at any presentation I'm doing, it doesn't matter what it is, whatever talk, where I am, keynote, speech, whatever, I will look at how many slides there are, and I have a mental capacity, don't ask me how, but I compute then, okay, how much time have I got to deliver? How many slides have I got? And then I internally create a pace that gets me through it in that time. And so what happened was, I looked at the slides, you know, with these adjustments and I thought, gosh, there's an awful lot here. And I really didn't want to, if if there's one thing I really was concerned about, it was people's time because we'd said we'd be 90 minutes, which is a big chunk of time. And if I'm going to spend 90 minutes, I want to know that it finishes at 90 minutes. I hate it when people just assume you can just hang around for as long as you like. So I really wanted to get to the point where there was some Q&A that people could engage with before the 90 minutes was up. So I thought I was doing it in everyone's best interest. And then rattled through the part of the the call that was about, you know, what I was what I was sharing that was important was my story and how you change things and where we're going wrong with menopause. I did all of that. And then I did what I did in the previous call, which was fine. Um, I shared with people how I could help them to overcome this. And it's that, you know, everybody does this. This is this not, it's not like I'm doing something that everybody doesn't do. But a number of things, a number of things happened. And it's hard to, to, you know, you can never quite figure out what well, was it this thing that made the difference? Was it just one thing that made the difference? Or was it a combination of stuff? Um, But if you know me and you listen to this podcast often, you do know me. I'm I'm completely straight. You know, I don't make stuff up. Uh, I like to be completely direct and put my hands up as I'm doing now. And 
say what I do know, what I don't know, and what I'm just talking out my rear end about, uh, and what I'm not. So what was different about this particular webinar? As I say, there was this element which meant because of the number of signs that expanded in one section, but it was just, and, and with good intention. So my collaborative partner did it because, and, and this makes sense, because he felt that if I'm just talking a lot, and we discussed it, and I said, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, I would be talking a lot over one slide, which makes it, you know, people don't take in as much when you're talking as when they're looking at something as well. You've got, you know, using the brain's ability to to receive information in different ways means you're more likely to take stuff in. So it made sense, you know, that he split out what I had been delivering across one slide into four or five or even six. But of course, because I'd done this mental check, what actually, what that meant was I delivered the core of what people showed up for really quickly. And then I took way longer to, in fact, did I? I don't know, it might have been the same amount of time to deliver the part where I was telling them about this program that I run, which incidentally, the people that are on it really love and I'm totally committed to it and it it it's a good program. I know I would say that, but you know me, why, why would I say that if I didn't think it was true? I wouldn't even run it if I didn't think it had value. I really I'm not in that space anymore. I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste anybody else's time. I'm not in it just to reel in the money and I don't care what happens. I do care what happens and I'm totally committed to people that work with me and I think that gives them what they need. However, that said, that's not how it came across. <laughs> so whether it was... So it's a combination of things. So first of all, I rushed through stuff that I probably shouldn't have rushed through because I wanted to get to this Q&A bit, which was after the whole offer thing of, you know, why don't you come and join me on this class? Um, and so, and also because of the way this particular um, thing is set up, I, I don't, um, I've never done a webinar on Zoom. Maybe I should. But the platform I was using, you can't, see the questions without jumping into another screen so of course while i'm presenting and i'm rattling through trying to get through all this stuff so that i don't overrun um i'm not checking in on the questions or, co or comments and i'd also i'd forgotten <clears throat> in the preceding webinar i had realized that and if you don't say to people at the beginning and i'd forgotten this uh, I didn't say at the outset, look, I know there's a chat space, but please, um, you've come here to listen to this training. Therefore, you you know, pay attention. Don't, don't get into a chat with other people here. It's lovely to meet people, but that's not why you came. On the last, the preceding webinar, I had said that at the beginning, and people were really good about it. They kind of conform to that so they only used the chat to respond to anything that I was asking them not to have a little chat amongst themselves I forgot you know in my haste oh I've got to get through this got to get through this and I probably was speaking like really quickly like this all the way which is probably not helpful either and so um by the time I'd jumped into the chat I thought all right now I'm on the Q&A and I jump in and 
<laughs> I can see uh, people chatting amongst themselves, but also hecklers. Okay. Now, hecklers, <laughs> the last thing you want when you're delivering anything live is, is hecklers, you know, it's like, because, and especially when it's on, a, all you can see is chat. So you've not got any visual contact with with the rest of the people. You don't know how everyone else is feeling. So, so <laughs> you know, people complaining that, um, I'm not, I can't remember the exact words and I'm paraphrasing. So they, they didn't necessarily use these words, but you know, it's, it's kind of implying that somehow I've lured people here on a pretext that I was lying to them, that I, just got them here to sell them something and I hadn't shared anything of any value. Although there were a couple of people that did did pitch in with, oh, thanks, that was helpful. You know, that was helpful and thank you. And and the interesting thing was, as I say, it was not massively dissimilar other than the pace, probably, which I guess does make it dissimilar to the one I'd done a couple of weeks previously. And so, and in that, people were saying, you know, thank you, so helpful. I really valued that. Um, and so I, and so I'm thinking, okay, and I've got this group telling me that I've brought them here under some false pretext. Well, I didn't because I did share with them what was important. Um, I, I do sadly uh, work for a living. I, you know, I, I, I do this for free. As you know, you don't have to pay to listen to this. But when it comes to working with people directly, and I'm setting a, a personal course where my time is involved, um, I'm going to sell it somehow. What well, you know, I don't know how people think that you. What I do, I do. There is a naivety that says um, that we we tell ourselves, and this is a psychological lie that we tell ourselves. And I know because I've worked in advertising, and I've talked about this on a very early episode about how we think we know what we want and when we're ready we go out and we look for it and we find it and we buy it well, that's what we think that's not true <laughs> it's not true um but by the same token you know if you're in a business if you're in a business you have to you have to do marketing you have to get out there and let people know that there's this thing you sell this service this product uh because otherwise there's no point opening a shop uh and not putting any sign outside and, and blacking in the windows because people just walk past so it's quite important to do that so so it's a little bit naive to come to something and think that I'm, I'm running some big corporate organization. I just do this stuff for free because I'm milking money somewhere else in the organization, charging you, you know, through the teeth for something else. So you can have this stuff for free. That's not my model. It's just me and a collaborative partner. And you know, that's it. Um, so I make no apology about the fact that I'm part, you know, it's, it's a marketing tool, but I did deliver some good stuff. Now, did I do it as well as I could have done? Did I do it as well as I did before? No, I, I've said I mistakenly rushed it because of this calculation I'd done in my head. Um, so it all went horribly wrong. And I want to share with this with you partly, as I said, out of this resilience thing, because honestly, 
I'm not saying it didn't hurt me when I picked up the comments and thought, oh my goodness, I've just spent all this time and all this money, I'll share that with you in a minute, um, to deliver this. And, and oh God, I'm getting really a large negative feedback. Well, I say large. Okay, it's a handful of people. So you don't know whether the other people there are agreeing with them or not agreeing with them. But, but it is a little bit, it's a little bit galling. And, um, and I was in two minds thinking, should I, should I just openly respond to this in, in the webinar? And there's part of me that thinks I should have done. And I will do if it happens again. I think I will, because that's more in my nature to do that. But instead, I thought, okay, just let this go. Just carry on. Let's just ignore it. You know, like there's a bully in the class. Just ignore them. Like that your mum taught you to do. Just ignore them. Just ignore them. They'll go away. I'm not sure that's the best strategy. I think I should have taken it head on and said what I'm saying now, actually. Uh, that probably would have been more powerful and maybe I might have won over some, some friends because I now feel like, oh, God, you know, all that work I've done to get people engaged to to help them to really understand something that's very important that not many people are sharing and it's not the only way but it's a way that's really powerful for a lot of people including me um you know i feel like oh no i've lost the the support if you like of a number of people which is costly but lesson learned so um so I will go away and rethink and re-strategize. Um, but just to give you a bit of a window in to this whole, you know, how do you make a living thing online? Uh, people that, yeah, so so there, there is free training out there on the web for all kinds of things. There is. But as I said, the people offering the, the free, free training will all there will always be a back sale if there if there's no on sale so they're just doing it for relationship building they are a corporate they are the only people who can afford to do that they are relationship building you know they're probably banks or financial companies or in organizations that have a lot of money behind them just swilling around and so they can afford as part of their marketing strategy to just do relationship building let's educate people you know it's the same kind of process of people that show up on forums you know they're not just being helpful they're doing it to raise their profile to look like incredibly helpful people that you might want to work with but when you work for yourself and you're not swilling around in oceans of cash um you have to you, you have to market yourself and so the very act, I'm just going to give you a window into this, the very act of all those things that annoy us on Facebook, you know, oh, there's an ad, oh, there's an ad, oh, there's an ad. But some of them, that's how most of us get access to any of these trainings. Most marketers these days, I don't know any modern marketer who does not use Facebook. Annoying though it is to us as users, it is the most powerful platform for advertising and promotion of anything bar none at the at the moment it used to be google it's facebook at the moment and it will be something different in future but right now facebook is the place and the thing but do you think that facebook 
go, oh, you're quite nice. You use our platform. Hey, just advertise on it for free. We'll send you lots of people to your webinar. Well, of course not. And you know that and you might think, well, don't get don't forget facetious with me, Shirley. And I'm not meaning to be facetious, but actually we do. We can be really naive as people. So I can't just put um, a post up on my page that says I'm doing this amazing webinar. Come along. And, and then go, OK, well, I, you know, I put my post up and I'm going to run this webinar and, and then I'll promote my program. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'll just put it on my page because Facebook wouldn't show it to anyone more, more than about five people. And um, and so I'd be doing the webinar on my own anyway, and that would be a bit pointless. So and I could put. I could put an ad on uh, on a web page which effectively, I suppose, we, we all do. You put, like, here's my program, it's on my webpage, but then you've got to drive traffic to it somehow, like, and so that's going to cost money. You're going to send people to this page, and Facebook doesn't like you sending people straight to any kind of sales page. They, they don't like it. So you've got to have an interim, okay, here's, I'm doing something else. It's not just the sales page. So, so there's rules that govern how you use Facebook itself. And, and so to get Facebook to show, to get people to register, so it would show my post, I have to pay for it, just like anybody else, I have to pay for it. And, and it isn't cheap. It isn't cheap. So I'll give you a window into, to get, well, no, I'll show you, to get one person registered on a webinar, costs somewhere between two and seven dollars per person on a webinar just just to, so you're not just getting it for free i'm paying you to come that's that's how it was you don't realize it but i've actually paid you to come now you didn't get that money facebook did uh so there's no benefit to you in that sense in fact maybe <laughs> maybe if you had a if you could reach those people say listen i'll pay you to come Maybe that would work better, but you'd still have to pay Facebook first to tell people that you were going to pay them to come. And then it would cost even more. So marketing is a numbers game. Everybody plays the numbers game, which means you have to figure out how many people do I need to get to come to a webinar to get a certain percentage who are interested, you know, and they're the right kind of people that would be perfect and get the most out of this thing that I'm selling. Because those are the people, I only want to work with people I want to work with. I don't want to just work with anybody. <laughs> I want to work with people that are really going to value what it is I do and how I do it and who are really going to get something from it. So I can make a difference and they can experience a difference. So that's not going to be everybody. So, and that will always be the case, unless you're just about, let's sell as many as we can. But that's not it. So. So you have to do the numbers game. You go, okay, how many people do I need to get to show up to get uh, people to buy? And if I sell it at this, and then I've got to deliver it and work out how much time I have to invest in delivering it and running it. Uh, and then factor all those costs back to go, is this worth my doing? So if you think to get a thousand, um, 
yeah, let's take for example, so 345 people registered. To get 345 people registered, I just told you the approximate cost of every person who registers. Not every person who shows up, every person who registers. And then you end up with about 20% of the people who register showing up to actually be there. So you've paid for all the people that didn't turn up. And then you've got the people that turn up. And then there's a percentage of those who usually decide they want to work with you. Now, I'm just giving you a window into how this works. Some of you know this, some of you don't or some of you are kind of oh yeah i kind of knew that but i hadn't really thought about it so do you uh, is, is anyone beholden on that they must join my program because they showed up that they must feel sorry for me because i spent some money no my choice but please you know well, the heckling consisted of oh i hope this is going to be a sales pitch uh, uh. it's how i make a living it's how we make a living and i'm trying also to support charities and I care about people that are losing their jobs but hey it's just one of those days it's been a test of my resilience uh it was a bit disappointing it was very disappointing but I'm not allowing it to crush me and make me feel like I'm inadequate or unworthy or what I'm offering has no value that I'm a bad person because none of that is true okay so there we go that's what happened to me and um, I hope you're having a lovely day and a lovely weekend and I'll catch up with you on an episode soon. As ever, please share widely <laughs> to people that hate me on Facebook um, and anywhere else. And I'll speak to you very soon. Bye for now.